Hello and welcome to the Forest of the Fae here on Pop Culture Fae. We take a look at movies, TV, comics, and other popular media through the lens of the queer folks of society. I am Miller C. Lashbrook. And I am Samantha Perez. And we are your hosts on this side quest through the Forest of the Fae. I love that side quest! <laughs> So, uh, things you might already notice, this sounds a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be our first episode in a, a series in what we're, what I'm going to call a side quest. I love it. Uh, for Pop Culture Fae, which we are going to call Once Upon a Pop Culture Fae. Uh, where we're going to go through, or well, we're going to try, but we're going <laughs> to go through um, every episode of Once Upon a Time. Yes. Because we both love the show so much. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we're going to share our thoughts on the show and what we think about it. The highs, the lows. It gets pretty low. <laughs> but and, there are good highs. Like, and, really high highs. And everything because, I mean, we just had so much we wanted to say mm-hmm. in episode 10 of the podcast where we talked about the show overall. Yes. That we just want to go episode by episode. Also, I just... I want to rewatch this show. I do too. I want to yeah. give some of the seasons I don't like maybe another chance through a different lens, through <laughs> through your lens. So let, let's try it. I'm excited. And so this is going to be I'm th- Wednesdays or Thursdays, but I'm thinking we'll record on Wednesdays. Yeah, I think that's best. I'll probably post it Wednesday evening. Okay. Um, and that'll be kind of like the middle of the week episode. And then because the normal podcast podcast episodes will go out on Sundays. Yes. And so, um, yeah, Sammy here is going to be my permanent co-host for this side quest. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. Uh, so we're here to <laughs> to talk all things once upon a time. Yes. Uh, today, we're talking the pilot episode. Yay! So what are your, before we get into the synopses and in-depth what are your initial thoughts on this pilot, on this episode? Um, I just like the world building. Like, they're creating the different world, like the two different worlds. Because you got the Enchanted Forest and then you got Storybrooke. And I love how they're creating it. You're meeting all the characters. Um, and I, I just, it, it like, it gets you to want to watch more. I want to know who these people are. Yeah, I, th- I, I've, I've, this is probably one of the ep- single episodes of television I've seen the most times. because. Mm-hmm. I just love, I've watched this show so many times, <laughs> and every time I watch it, I find something, like, new that I notice about it. Yeah. Um, it's just a really well-made, like, episode of television. It really is. And specifically, the way that they use the visual medium of television to yes. tell the story, mm-hmm. which w- w- we can get into when we get into, like, our, like, details and kind of talking about, like, in- the individual, like, moments in the episode, mm-hmm. but I, I just... It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's it's, it's a great piece. Uh, it's a great and, episode piece. Like it's a theater work, but it is a theater work. And these characters, <laughs> I love the like right away. You want to like you said, you want to know more about this mm-hmm. world and these characters, but also like you want to root for all these characters like right away. Like oh yeah, we barely see Archie in this episode. Oh yeah, I want him to be but, my friend. Ah, like, I want to. Archie's story. I'm like, like, how did Archie get where he is? How does he have a Dalmatian? Which is one of the Dalmatians. It literally says the name, right? Pongo. Pongo. Yeah. He literally says it's Pongo. So how did he get that? Like, but also like <laughs> something is sm- like 
does Ruby have like one line of dialogue in this whole episode? I think, but just kind of the the detail of like her costuming and the the acting that she's doing. I'm mm-hmm. like, I love this character. I want to know more about her. Yes, I, like I, I don't know. I just this is a that good, was one of my favorite. Such one. a I love Ruby. The show is so well made, mm-hmm. but specifically like. What a strong pilot. Like, yes. what a statement yes. that, this, that this episode makes. A lot of my notes say iconic. This is iconic. <laughs> this is also iconic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. When we get, when we get into the, the details of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's why there are certain shows that, like, they lean way too heavily on their pilot, right? Yes. Like, they reference things all this the time. Or, like, we love the show Glee. But, like, they had that whole episode in the final season where it's, like, the pilot from a different point of view and everything. If you don't oh, have... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have such a strong pilot, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a reason that this show just keeps referencing this first episode so yeah. much. And oh, that's yeah. because it's just a strong piece of fiction. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so, so good. So... Now we're going to move into our synopsis of the episode. So I we already said it a little. <laughs> well, we, we recommend that it, if you're listening along with this, that you go and watch the episode mm-hmm. before listening to our talk. Because if you've never seen the show before, we're going to talk spoilers about each episode with yes, these. Yes, there's going to be so many spoilers. Um, Sorry. But also, like, just hearing us talk about it, like, thank you for listening. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> we're not going to do the show justice, especially with these really good episodes. Mm-hmm. And so think of this like our <laughs> not director <laughs> commentary. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, we are way. directors, so maybe. But like we didn't direct. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. directors. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you wanted to share. So give us a little, Sammy, a little synopsis of the episode. Okay. <laughs> I already kind of did, but I'll do, I'll do a little bit more. Um, so you first start in the Enchanted Forest and you meet Charming. As he gallops in the horse. I love that part. But he gallops in a horse to meet Snow White. And you get the whole, like, Snow White moment of her in her glass box. And he has the dwarves open it. So you see all the dwarves. And he kisses her. breaks the spell. Woo! We're so excited. Um, And then it kind of changes into every day. And you get to meet Emma. And Emma Swan. And then her son shows up. And is like, I'm your son. She's like, I don't have a son. (laughs) And she finds out is the baby that she had given up for adoption. And Henry's just, like, so blunt. He's like, yeah, I'm your son. I'm your kid. And we're going to go now. Um, And so they go to Storybrooke to take Henry back. um, And then you go back to the Enchanted Forest where Snow White and Charming are getting married. But then the evil queen shows up. And she promises that this will be their last happily ever after. That she's going to spoil everything. Um, And then you meet the evil queen as Regina in Everyday, who is Henry's adopted mom. And Emma's just really worried about him. And Henry runs away. And then they find Henry. Um, I'm jumping everywhere, but this is basically what happened. <laughs> it goes back and forth so much. You also meet, you do meet Jiminy Cricket, um, and you see him in both the Enchanted Forest and in Storybrooke. You meet Ruby, who's Little Red Riding Hood, and her grandma. You meet Geppetto and Pinocchio, but you don't meet Pinocchio in every day. You only meet him in the Enchanted Forest. That's for later. Um, <laughs> uh, and then it goes, like, back to the Enchanted Forest, um, and... Snow is pregnant, um, and Snow is having the baby, um, and they found out that Regina, the evil queen's going to do a curse, and they found out through Rumpelstiltskin, and you see Rumpelstiltskin for the first time as Rumpelstiltskin, and they're like, okay, we're going to get away from this curse, so they make an enchanted box, 
and it can only take one person. It's very important. So Snow's going to go with the baby because that is one person, but then she has the baby. Uh-oh, what are they going to do? Yeah, but, <laughs> sorry, side note. Oh, no, let's get continue this. Okay. We'll get so into the whole, Then she like, has the baby, baby like, thing. right at the last minute. The curse is coming. The baby is coming, and the baby comes. What are they going to do? Only one person. So Charming takes the baby. He runs. There's a whole fighting thing. He puts the baby into the wardrobe. He gets stabbed. He falls, and as he's slowly draining blood and dying, the knight's, like, open. And they're like, where's the baby? And then he's like, oh, and he dies. <laughs> kind of. Dies, in quotes. Um, then you go to present day. You see Snow White in present day. She's a teacher. My, like, teacher, like, Pinterest board of teachers would be her. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, she's amazing. Um, she's a teacher now. Um, and she's like, oh, I know where Henry is. You should check his castle. And they find Henry in his playground castle. They take him back to Regina, who's the evil queen. Um, and Regina's just, like, really mean. Um, and Emma has a secret power where she can see if people are lying or not. And she asks her specifically, do you love Henry? And she goes, yes. And she knows she's lying. Um, and then at the end, you go back to the Enchanted Forest. Snow White finds Charming on the floor. She's crying. Regina comes in. Um, she's like, haha, I win. Um, and then they're like, where's the baby? Baby's gone. Snow White's like, you're going to lose. And then they all get put up into the curse and boom. <laughs> That's the synopsis for my head. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll write that. <laughs> I know that was a little messy. <laughs> so note for next episode, we will, we will we'll write, write the, the synopsis. synopsis. Uh, but yeah, I th- this first episode... I mean, we, we the can, world building. It's yeah. world building and character. You're finding out main characters and you're finding out the world. You know what's enchanted forest. You know what's not. What's storybook? I I think, but like before we get into the individual like scenes and moments, the biggest thing that this episode does, and this is kind of my screenwriter brain coming into play. Mm-hmm. You can tell that the writers took the tactic of having ending a scene with a question. Each scene feels like its own mini pilot. It right? is. It's and like even as I was speaking, I was like, "This is a lot. A lot happened." And, <laughs> and they 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 have it set up in a way where a scene ends, and you have questions that you want answered, mm-hmm. and so naturally you just want to keep watching. That question might not be answered right away. It might get answered a couple scenes later, or it might not be answered in the pilot, mm-hmm. and keeps keeps you wanting to come back. Yes, but I. The way that it builds and the way that editing leans into that too. Mm-hmm. There are specific moments like charming um, sa- before, like the audience even knows that Emma is and is Snow and Charming's kid. Mm-hmm. He mentions their child, yes. and then it cuts to Emma. Yes. Like it's such beautiful editing. It's so good. Uh, uh, I forgot the most important part. Henry has a book. It says once upon a time, and the book is all of the fairy tales yeah. of the people in Storybrooke. And he he knows that all these people, all these fairy tale people, are in Storybrooke, and they all need help from the curse. And and Emma is in it too, so that's how he knows. Well, there's other ways he knows about the mom, but that was the main way he knows about his mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get into like the specifics, <laughs> yeah. into our notes and everything. Um, right off the bat, my first note. Like what a, it's a story. It's a story about stories, right? Yes, that's why it's so complicated. And the 
and we open with a very like Star Wars esque like the the like words yeah. on the screen. It, yeah. Like it reminds me of the a long time ago in a galaxy far far away mm-hmm. almost, but except getting it's like fairy tale. Yeah. There's Once a world where everyone gets their happy ending, except not anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. it, it, I don't. It's just a a very clever hook it's at the so beginning good. that fits with the overall feel yes. of the show. And then charming on his horse. He's being all charming. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, and what a great, like, opening with the happy ending mm-hmm. in a show. It starts with the happy ending. In a show about how happy endings are being kept from people. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I just love it. I love it, too. Yeah. And you know exactly what's going on. Like, you see a prince on a horse and you're immediately like, that's a prince. And then as soon as he gets, you can tell, oh, those are dwarves. Oh, it's Snow White. Oh, I know where I am. Yeah, you know exactly where you are. Yeah, right. Yeah, you you know the story. You've seen it before. You know what's gonna happen. But such like lovely, like twists on it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like having him, um, uh, well, the box. I don't. I, the box is like, so pretty. The this Ugh, idea the glass of wood the, her glass box. coffin Ugh. is carved out of a tree. Yes, it's so and, pretty. And like. The branches are like mixed with the glass mm-hmm. to make the the top of. The, I don't know. It's so it's gorgeous. It's such beautiful production design. Yes, and we get to see it. It comes up over and over so again much. through the series. And so, like, yes, production department, <laughs> like you, you did that. My first notes is about the music. So that's my, the iconic music. Snow yeah. White has her own. What do you even call it? Like symphony? There's like well, so she's got her own the, thing. We hear the theme of the show. Yeah, right? the theme song. Because this episode we don't get a title card yeah, like we that's do in true. all the other mm-hmm. episodes. Um, which like I guess with episode two we'll talk about like how those work. Because yes. that's like a fun part in every episode. But yeah, we don't get that, but we do hear the the theme the, yeah, of the, the actual whole show. Theme song, which uh, keeps coming and coming. And it's playing specifically while charming is right. about to yeah, yeah yeah getting there and about to wake her up yes but then when they kiss it's a new song it's their theme it's like it's their, their yeah. love theme yes yeah i called it snow white's but it is theirs yeah i, I believe the theme is just titled like happily ever after so pretty um, it's and, so iconic yeah. i literally wrote it's a and then <laughs> yeah we get the love theme mm-hmm and then we get the line. The line that they will always say to each other. I put he that. he yeah, charming said what does he say? I will always find you. Yeah. And, <laughs> Which like, you hear so many times. Yeah. And it's specifically the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. The or they say it to other people because yes. it's like it's the charming family motto, right? Yes. That they'll find each I will other. Always find you. And like what a way like they could have easily just like thrown the theme at us right Mm -hmm. but this statement telling us like this is a show about hope in spite of all the bs that life can throw at you all the obstacles because life isn't a fairy tale Mm -hmm. but you can still have that happy ending i know i know i know know. Uh, it's so cute it's so cute Okay, so then then we get to their wedding. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> my my um, first thought is beautiful. Like how diverse their yes! kingdom is. Like such the, a diverse kingdom. I, I wrote okay, Black Bishop. Like, the, <laughs> but like, but in honest, but honestly, like, think about when this show came out, like two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. TV was still working on diversity. Yeah, it was working. And on so, like, it. yeah, they're extras. They're in the background, 
but to have like this European fairy tale being retold and to say right away from the pilot like people of all colors yes. are welcome in our fairy tale mm-hmm. like i i just think it's a beautiful oh statement. i loved it yeah. i loved it and then and then you see regina oh my gosh with her the amazing outfit her outfits are amazing oh. of all <laughs> entrances where she is like gliding across this green screen floor yes. which i mean some people knock the show for the cheesy green screen but I, Which you see a little bit but, when he's run, like. But they use it pretty much only in the Enchanted Forest. Only the Enchanted Forest, and, so and you it, can look past it because what it's it enchanted. does is it, it they it, the backgrounds have like a blurry quality to it. It, yes. it makes everything feel like a dream. Yes. Yeah. I love I, it. I love it. Um, it. Yeah. Like I saw that in the very beginning, I was like, "Ooh, green screen." Um, and, um, but I, I I didn't care. I was like, "It's okay." Can we talk about this outfit? Her outfits are the best outfits. Regina, I mean, they went all yeah. out for every every look she ever has is the most amazing look. I mean, I literally, it's Snow's wedding day, and I'm looking at Snow's dress, and I'm like, eh, it's well, okay. So I have a note <laughs> about that. Her dress makes her look like a swan. Yes. And, it, which and I get is that. fitting. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just don't like her hair. Oh, the way it's up. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. really like her hair with like the feathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then Regina comes in and like blows her dress out of the water. I'm just like, you look so much better than the bride. Well, so let's let's think a little deeper for a second. <laughs> Gender performance is like a huge, I think, part of the subtext of the show. Right when we're talking about. Um, the kind of woman that Snow is versus Emma versus mm-hmm. Regina, right? Our yes. three female leads. Yes. And the fact that right from the beginning, Regina enters in a pantsuit, right? She's not wearing mm-hmm. a dress, really. No, it's She's, got a coat. It's but... a bodice with, like, a cape, yes. basically. Mm-hmm. And then, le- like, they're probably pleather, but leather pants, mm-hmm. right? And these, like, gorgeous boots. The And what a statement about, like the way that the world approaches powerful women mm-hmm. and and fe- like strong femininity like yes. and cuz i feel like uh, okay regina does some horrible things like yes. i mean <laughs> like yes. but a lot of the time she's just being an assertive woman yeah and, and yeah I, we can talk a lot i mean as, especially as it goes as a, on and her art yeah. and everything well we will talk about this yes. because this is something that comes up over and over again mm-hmm. and i feel like the show's thesis statement is that emma is that middle ground yes. between regina and snow because yes. emma is not a submissive feminine Not woman at all. all the time. We'll get to that but she too. Is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And she, but she's not. She's also not assertive and aggressive all the time. Mm-hmm. And and neither be. is Regina, and neither is Snow. Mm-hmm. I think they're such complex characters. It, like, yeah. But I yeah I think this episode in particular sets up Snow as like the traditional like hyper feminine woman, mm-hmm. and Regina as like the boss like powerful woman. Yes. And then. Emma as the middle ground, and as we get to know them as characters, we learn that they're all rounded women that have multi oh, yeah. facets. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, you get you get to see all of it. But yeah, the the use of the costuming to tell that story yeah. is like a really a really cool choice. Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. So- also interesting, like 
this is a show like the two main creators are both like straight cis men interesting for them to have such like strong female characters yeah it's like also how like people know now that joss whedon is like not a great person yeah (laughs) but like his shows like buffy and like agents of shield tend to have like strong female characters it's just interesting Interesting. that is very interesting um Um, regina's music also is something yeah and you hear it all the time (laughs) just the music in this show yeah so good it usually shows have music that you either don't notice or it's obnoxious and you notice But this it too one, much. like, intertwined with yeah. the show. It, it you feels can't... like like a cinema level yes. of, track, of I, tracks in the background. I love it. Yeah. So she's, her music's so good. And then the, I thought, like, you mentioned her entrance. I love her freaking exit where she, like, goes to walk away. And Charmy's like, hey, and throws the sword at her. And you mm-hmm. watch it, f- and she just smiles and poof. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, Which, I love it. Slight <laughs> spoiler, but I love that we get the other end of that later on. I think it might be in the next episode where we, yeah, see, where where we she, see where her... she goes after yeah, she teleports. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. That is later. Uh, and, yeah, I so boss. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. That throw is just like, oh, so good. And, uh, yeah, I love that we cut to it like straight to Emma right after like charming. I put in my notes like we're cutting for oh go ahead yeah so like charming and snow like after he throws it she poofs they embrace and then yeah, we get a like, straight gonna be okay. we yeah. get a straight cut into the real world and it's like this is our first cut into the real world mm-hmm. right yes interesting that we start with the story right yes it, I, I have this further down in my notes but the fact that we start with the text on the screen telling us that the enchanted forest is a real place Mm -hmm. and the real world's also a real place Mm -hmm. and then we start with the enchanted forest characters rather than starting with emma yeah it like it frames the show in a really interesting way so that from the beginning we believe that the curse is real Mm -hmm. we believe henry Mm -hmm. and we want emma to believe yeah Instead of, it would be a really different show if Emma was our POV character. That's true. Because right? then we'd, be, we'd think like Emma. Yeah, like, wow, like, Henry is, is a this little crazy. Real? Like, <laughs> it, the mystery is not, it creates the mystery of this first season yes. not as whether or not the curse is real and this is just a, yes. a town with, like, <laughs> interesting people. But it turns it into less of a mystery and more of... Uh, a thriller almost yeah. where like we know all we know that the stuff yes we have the knowledge and now it's just we have to watch and see if these characters can yes. break the curse but or before not. we get to henry yeah, yeah sorry we need to talk about like meeting emma and uh, yeah. the whole scene of meeting emma we go from is one a of my wedding favorite scenes to I freaking love a it. fake date a like, fake date that love. you think is real you're you're over here yeah. thinking she's gonna fall in love she's on a first date she looks so beautiful because in that we literally red dress. just got a fairy yes. tale ending yeah and then we cut to a date and we're like, oh, another fairy tale. Storytelling language is going to tell us, oh, 
now we're going to watch this character mm-hmm. try to find love, too. No, mm-hmm. no, not no, at all. No, she <laughs> calls this man out on his crimes, and you see the changes. I, I love this scene so much. I was like, I yeah. forgot how much I love this scene. But she calls this guy out, and she's like, and I'm going to arrest you now. And he throws the thing in her, throws the table into her lap, ruining her dress, and he books it. And my favorite part is she just walks Yep. She just walks in her high heels. She's just like, click, 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 click. And he's like, <laughs> trying to get to his car, trying to drive away. And she was smart and put the little, what's the thing? That uh, a boot. A boot on yeah. his car. And it's, she just walks casually it, in her heels. It's so funny because the, there's a screenwriting term called, like, Save the Cat, right? There's a whole book about it and everything. Mm-hmm. But basically the idea is that when you establish your protagonist, that you want to have a save the cat moment at the in the first act mm-hmm. to establish that they're like a hero worth rooting for, right? Yes. Um, like saving a cat from a tree is like oh, where the saving I love comes that. from. Um, but we don't really get <laughs> a save the cat moment with Emma, right? We we have this scene. It teaches us how resourceful she is. Yes. It teaches us how independent she is. You also learn that she has no family because it's the first thing she Mm -hmm. tells him. And that, like, antithetical to her parents, love is not the most important thing in her life. Yeah, because she can use it to her advantage. And and so, I I don't know, it's just so interesting because she is our protagonist Mm -hmm. really throughout the show. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, for most of the show. For most of it. She really is. It's like we... We want to root for her because she's such a cool character. Yeah, and she's so and, independent. And she what not they, because she's necessarily a good person because she is a good person. Yes. but like I think that's they not make what they us, establish. They make us root for her because, and they mention it a lot. Like the first thing she tells this guy is, "I have no family." She has no family, and yeah. so it makes you feel bad for her that mm-hmm. she's alone. But not like super sad because she is independent. Yeah, and she's able to survive. She, she, we know, we learn that she's alone, but it's but right away it's like that's she's not like harping on it. True, but but when the guy pushes her buttons by being like, "What do you know about family?" You see that it angers her because yeah. she busts his head into the the wheel, yeah. and she's like, Bah-bah! "I love that part." <laughs> and then we so then we cut to no no she's not going yet. home. Oh yeah, cut to going home. Yes, you're right, and. And the, I love how she takes off her shoes after she just casually walked. You realize that it hurt her <laughs> because she leans on the wall and throws them out. And you realize that she made that confidence herself. Yeah. Especially, like, if, if you've worn a yeah. lot of heels, you know that's a lot of hard work. Well, and she got some big ones. It goes back to the, what we are talking about with, like, presentation of gender, right? Yes. The yes. hyper-feminine version of Emma. Mm-hmm was a character yes. that she put on for this for yes. her job. You know that it's yeah. something she doesn't do. And the a lot. true version of Emma is who we're seeing now that she's at home. Yes. And in and we also get to see she's a little bit more emotionally vulnerable now that she's by herself. Yes. Yeah. She we learn that it's her birthday. Which she did tell the guy. Like yeah. that is one of the other things we learned really quickly that it's her birthday. Um and that she's celebrating it alone. Yes. Which Adds that to that layer of knowing that she doesn't have a family. Mm-hmm. The detail, like the layers of this. <laughs> oh my God, can, can, yeah. So she breaks. She takes out this cupcake mm-hmm. and puts a single candle on it, which is and a so star. Right away, a wishing we're, star. Well, right away, <laughs> we're like, oh, wishing star. birthdays. Mm-hmm. It's a star. It's a blue star. I Had never you never noticed, noticed that? that? <laughs> the and. 
Oh, it's I not love really it. a spoiler, but we'll learn later. But like still, that's the so blue important. star is a nickname for the blue, the blue fairy. fairy. Yeah. Oh my god, I love yes. that. I never noticed that. Yeah, and so <laughs> we don't get to hear what her wish is, right? Yeah, she doesn't. No, say it out loud. It, yeah, because then it wouldn't come true, yes. right? And so she blows on the candle. Mm-hmm. And then right away, there's a knock on her door. There's a knock on her door. Which, if you notice her door, I freaking love her door. Her door, I couldn't figure out what was I don't know what it, it says, but it's written as if it's a book. A book, Which yeah. is so cool, because she's opening a new chapter of her life is beginning. Yep, I, yeah. I freaking love it. Mm. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so we, we go to, well, so she, or no. Oh, I do have a question, though. Yeah. She says before she wishes, she goes another banner year. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. She's saying it sarcastically, but she's basically saying like another great year. Oh, but why banner? It's just like a way people say it. Oh, okay. I never understood that one. I think I've like always wondered why do you say that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so. Okay. So yeah, Henry. Yeah. She opens her door and we get Henry. And first of all, I noticed. Very good casting. The, so good. Yeah. Like, they look like mother and son. They do. And right away, Henry's like, yeah, I'm your kid. Yeah. He's so <laughs> blunt. I I literally put, Henry, like, has no chill. He, he just, the straight word, out. The word I would use would be precocious. Yeah. He's very precocious. Yeah. I'm your kid. Yeah. And I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And <laughs> like yeah. it's, he just straight up, and which is really, really good because I was thinking about it when I was watching it. It's almost like a D&D game where this is the person who's giving you the quest. Who's like <laughs> right away. Giver yeah, right away. He's like, this is your quest. This is what you have to do. Well, also, it's like thinking uh, kids can be annoying sometimes, right, in like yes. TV and movies. But they uh, are blunt. But specifically, when they are blunt in movies and TV, they can come across as annoying, right? Yeah. But with Henry, I feel like it works because, like, as we'll find out, the whole town does not age. Yeah. Which I I put in here. And so, how does, does Henry that mean that Henry like... is getting older? Yeah. And his classmates, he moves to a new class. Right? But then the no other one kids else don't does? age. Where do they go? Well, and so... The, and they're all under this curse, right? So yeah. everybody else is going to be like, oh, yeah, like, they're not going to think it's weird. Yeah. But for Henry, like, think about psychologically what that yeah. would do to it. He would probably have to f- grow up a lot faster. Yeah. Also, because we learn, like, Regina, though, she, she does love him, but she's not the best parent, right? Yeah. And I that feel, probably... I really feel like in this moment, though, she doesn't love him yet. We'll we'll talk about that. Because okay. I have I have feeling... <laughs> Listeners, you'll learn very quickly. Regina's my favorite character on the show. I, I do but, love her. She has a good arc. And so I feel like she we, cares for him, but she hasn't found her love for him yet. We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... But Henry he, just, like, goes to kindergarten and then goes to first grade, and all his kindergarten friends are still, are in, still kindergarten. in kindergarten. I guess so. <laughs> I didn't quite understand that. I was like, wait, huh? <laughs> How does that work? And so we... Henry's there at the door... Um, and then we cut back to the Enchanted Forest. We get her, Emma's nursery. Yeah. Uh, they're getting it ready. Snow is pregnant now. Now we know that she's pregnant. Snow's outfit in this scene is what I wish her wedding outfit looked like, which is crazy because she's Mm. pregnant, but I love her hair in it. I love the dress. Like, I... Well, her hair is, like, down, right? Yeah. I think I just really didn't like her hair in the wedding. The... 
we will talk about the wigs as we go through this episode. <laughs> sometimes they're good wigs, sometimes they're not yeah. so good. <laughs> Specifically, I think Snow has some of the worst wigs on the show. Yeah, some sometimes scenes. she does. But then in other scenes, they're beautiful. her hair looks great. This, yeah. In this one, it's beautiful. Her yeah. pregnant look, it's so pretty. She's just sitting in the window. She's like and... the vision of like the gorgeous glowing pregnant woman. Yes, like, and it's yeah. so good. I love that look for her. Yeah, like morning sickness, who is she? Like the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... We get the unicorn mobile. Oh, I put like, that down too. I was like, oh, the unicorns. Which we'll talk about it as we get into it. But mm-hmm. the, we learn we learn more about the unicorns for Emma and why they're important. And that mobile in particular we see more of later. Yes. But it, it, it's important. And so the yeah. fact that I just love these writers, you can tell when they want to do something new. Mm-hmm. They look back at the old first to see if there's something old that they can pull into the new things. Yes. Like, things feel like they're built organically throughout yes, the show. I agree. Um, and we get her nursery, like, interest. Like, there's a tiger toy in there. Is that a Raja reference? <laughs> that, I always like, saw the same thing! <laughs> the same thing! Uh, and this is where we really start to see, like, for a network TV show in 2011, they're, they're getting every penny Oh, well yeah. spent on oh, this show. Oh, yeah. For the costumes, the set, all the, that stuff. So, everything. Yeah. Um, and we get this, like, it's just like a, a nice little scene between mm-hmm. Snow and Charming. They're a little worried about this curse that Regina said she's going to throw at them. Snow is way more worried than Charming is. Charming, but... which Charming's like, everything's going to be a fine. He's like, That's I'm how convinced. he always is. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's our very, like, level-headed character. Yes. Well, um, Snow worries quite a lot more. Yeah, he's the type B, she's the type A in the yes. relationship, mm-hmm. which, I mean, work. What Like, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the beautiful editing of we cut out of the book. Like, I, I think this is the I first time they do that. it. Where I love it, that. Yeah, we see that, like, Henry is, like, reading the book and mm-hmm. we, we cut out of it. Um, I love the idea of framing the so like now talking about the scene with emma and henry in the car mm-hmm. her superpower this is something that comes yes. up a lot throughout the show yes that, that she always has a superpower she can tell when people are lying mm-hmm. which makes her a good bail bonds person yeah it but also like because she has magic like the yeah, uh, i mean yeah, yeah she just doesn't know it yeah uh, she just thinks it's a good talent that she has but yeah she does have magic so yeah and the idea of like she's in the real world it's 2011 superhero movies are starting to get like super popular yeah. so of and course she was trying to relate in to her, her head she would rationalize this like r- really keen ability to see if people are lying as a superpower right mm-hmm. she's not going to call it magic no because we emma doesn't, doesn't really believe, believe in magic, magic. Mm-hmm. yeah and so i just think it's an interesting way to kind of like no frame i love it. it and again henry's just like so blunt my favorite line is uh, they're talking about the fairy tale people, and she's like, "All the fairy tale people live in this town." And he's like, "Yep, and you're gonna help them." Like he's just yeah. so blunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that she, I, I like the sarcasm. Like yeah. she doesn't believe him. Yeah, like no. I mean, of course, like you wouldn't. Like if no. this <laughs> but Henry, Henry doesn't get offended by her sarcasm, which no. I think is great. He plays off it and is like, "Yeah, and you're gonna, you're gonna help them." Because I like, think Henry, Henry is like. Of course she would not believe. Like, he understands. Yes. The, and it, he has such an interesting perspective being someone who 
is it was born in the real world mm-hmm. has this tie to the enchanted forest mm-hmm. and so like it's almost like the curse is not his right he right. he's not part of the curse no but he feels that responsibility to break it Yes. And, and and to be that agent of change and or help Emma be the agent of change rather. Yes, yeah. correct. Um so good. Then we get our scene with Rumble. <laughs> Rumble. The first time you ever see Rumble. Mm-hmm. So freaking good. I did take note that it's interesting. I know it was a writing thing, but it's interesting the guard feels the need to tell Snow and Charming about Rumble. Because Ooh, we'll learn, that. we'll learn later that they've met Rumple before and interact. Like yeah. they were the ones that the put him say? in the jail. They're telling him like, "Oh, he's dangerous." Blah 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 blah. Like keep away from the bars and everything. Oh. But like, literally, that's their dungeon in yeah. their castle. They put him there. But Snow and Charming do to to like think of the other side. Snow and Charming come in with in cloaks, disguise. Yeah. covering themselves, thinking that it's going to hide from Rumple. So maybe the guard didn't realize them. But like, them. I, I don't know who you're fooling. We can see <laughs> I your mean, costume her hair was coming out. Cloak. Yeah. We saw your red and silver glittery I outfit know. charming under that cloak. But you yeah. know, he's been in the dark for a while, so just maybe he didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> can we just, we'll talk about this every week, but Robert Carlyle <laughs> is amazing, amazing. as Rumpel. Like, Rumpel's just so good. The, you uh, love, nobody else you could him. play him. No. Like, uh, you've heard me. Uh, w- for context, Rumpelstiltskin has popped up in our D&D game. Yeah, it has quite a lot. I have tried to do the voice. I can't do the voice. But, like, uh, he, so good, though. Like, it's just... Rumpel's so, amazing. It's Chef's Kiss. Yes. So good. Yes. So good. Love Rumpel. Uh, and what a strong... Way to meet a character too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, like Where he's, he's creepy, locked up. He's creepy. weird. Mm-hmm. The way they use the editing at one point while he's screaming to like make him look like he's like going really fast. fast. Yes, yeah. I, like, I remember that. It's it, it's just it's uh, good. It's you so you good. know that he's dangerous, but you're like, why is he dangerous? And, and you want to know more about him. The I feel like. Everybody who's grown up and like w- was t- um, <laughs> was read to the Grimm's Brother fairy tales and oh, is yeah. familiar with this story. At least knows who Rumpelstiltskin. Well, is. but what I was gonna say, like the idea of like somebody having a name and like having power of somebody doesn't hit always in mm-hmm. the different versions of the story. Yeah, but like because of how creepy Rumple is here, you're like. No, Snow, don't tell yeah. Rumple her name. Yeah. Like, the... And and Charming yeah. is definitely... Charming gives you that by being, hell no, we're not going to say your name, the name, but she just... She just wants to save her family and her kingdom. So she's mm-hmm. like, I will do anything. And, well, and if we shows think about, that desperation. Like, the broader context of this, as we learn more about these characters, and then we can even assume it now... Mm-hmm. Snow is much more afraid of Regina yeah. because I, they've spent more time together. Yeah, and she knows what she's capable of. Yeah. And mm-hmm. be, I mean and like I said we could put it together through context, right? Yeah. We started the show with her already being unconscious yes. from the apple. Yeah. And so we know Regina's dangerous, mm-hmm. but specifically Snow knows firsthand that she's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Charming has not spent as much time with Regina, and so he doesn't I think take her as seriously. Yes. Um and 
But as we learn, Charming has spent more time with Rumple yes. than Snow has. And so he takes Rumple a lot more seriously than Regina. Snow does. Also some interesting gender politics there, right? That's true. He's taking yeah. this the male villain more seriously than he's taking the female villain. Mm. She's taking the female villain more seriously than the I male villain. I love your perspective yeah. on everything. It just the, makes everything better. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we go back to our yes. we get the sign. Yes. For the we first get time. The storybook sign. Yeah. And I, this is where I put how does Henry age? <laughs> I'm so confused. How does he yeah. get older? So we're told that the clock it doesn't move, that it's been broken. Mm-hmm. We already at this point know that time is kind of frozen mm-hmm. in here because, I mean, the characters haven't aged. So, yeah. So yeah. The, Henry yeah. would know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we get a couple key things here. Mm-hmm. Emma's bug. Yes, her car, her car, her iconic car. Emma's red jacket, yes, is in this scene for the first time. Her red leather jacket, and then such a small detail. But when she gets out of her car Mm -hmm. and she closes the door on her car, sparks fly off of the electric, uh, off of the wires. I never put that together, and it's because. Magic just arrived in town. Oh. She, the, the, I the never magic, put that together. I yeah. noticed the sparks. I always just thought it was a thing. Well, because the I I believe we're we're supposed to understand that Storybrooke was completely void of all magic, mm-hmm. other than what Regina, Regina had. and Rumple yeah. brought with them, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and Emma just brought magic to the town. Because it, it, it's in her. Yeah. And so that spark is like <gasps> showing the audience like she has magic in That's her. That's so right? cool. Yeah. I think it's such a, uh, a great I love detail. that. I love that. And then Emma mentions wanting to leave, right? She's like, she's like, I don't want to drop you off of your house and leave. Yeah. And then who shows up? Uh, The Jiminy Cricket, right? A conscience. Yeah. Yes. Because she's not thinking right. Right? Yes. She needs mm-hmm. a conscience. Yes. And it, it's almost like... Be, she brought the magic into the town. The town gave Archie to them. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes! Right? I just never thought it until you said it. Well, because it's like... That is so cool. We learn over time, like, all curses get broken, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like a part of the overall magic of rules of the show. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like the cursed is constantly trying to be broken, right? Yeah. And trying to throw things at Emma. And so to, they bring yeah, Arch- oh, yeah. and Archie's like the conscious. And Archie makes her like kind of doubt leaving him there because well, he because... talks to Henry. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. We... And she realizes, wait, Henry has a shrink? Wait, Something's not okay. It's not that Henry's mm-hmm. crazy, but maybe there's just something that's not okay with him. Yeah, this is when she life. starts to, and it's not because she's Henry's birth mother. No, she's just a concerned citizen, right? Yeah, she she's like, oh, Henry might not have a great life with his adoptive mother mm-hmm. or adoptive parents. I guess she, she doesn't know at this point. Yeah, she doesn't know if yeah. he has mom, a dad, yeah. or two mom, two dads. Whatever. Yeah, and. The and we that's when we learn that she's the mayor. Yes, of, uh, and right. she finds that out. Like you're the mayor's kid. Like, yeah. Okay. Yep. 
and why are you running away i bet you she's thinking like why are you like she's a real person but she acts like one so why are you running away from someone who has power has money and has the ability to take care of you like why are you trying to find me well and because we learn a little bit later on she had a horrible time in the system right in the yes. foster care system yeah like we learned like maybe 10 minutes after this and when she's talking to henry and so we can understand her being like no, you got adopted. Mm-hmm. and Right away. Right away. You've grown up with privilege, like with someone who's well off and who seems to want you. Mm-hmm. So the, why would you not be, be happy? Wrong. I wanted a family my whole life and never got one. Yeah. And, and so it's an interesting conflict between Emma and Henry. Yes. When we want them to love each other. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we, we cut back to the Enchanted Forest. Yes. We get a round table. I, uh, like, I love that it's a yeah. round table. <laughs> and the, it's not a bunch of oh, wait, knights. Do we, cut, do we cut yet or does the wolf happen first? Uh, no, that's not yet. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Because she goes Continue. to talk to Regina before that. Right, 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 right. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So we, we get this shot of like uh, the blue fairy coming in, uh, right, and everything. And Her dress is so we, interesting. It's, I love that like they could have had... Snow and Charming have just, like, the dwarves and then a bunch of random knights. Mm-hmm. But we no. get Jiminy's there. Mm-hmm. And Granny and Red Geppetto and Ruby are there. Geppetto's there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, a lot of interesting... Yes. And you're like, how do you know all World building. People? Yeah. I love the world. Because, like, we barely get anything from Granny and Ruby. Oh, yeah. They, and, yeah. Granny talks more than Ruby talks. Ruby mm-hmm. doesn't even talk in this scene. She's yeah. just standing She's next just to her standing grandma. There. Yeah. Um... I think Ruby's more there to tell us who Granny is, right? Yes. The, we're mm-hmm. like, who's this old lady? But there's a a, a woman girl in a, in red, a cloak. red cloak. So we're like, oh, oh okay. little red yeah. riding hood and her grandma got it. Um, I I love the idea of an enchanted wardrobe, and, and like Narnia, right? That's yes! like the first thing you think of. It looks like Narnia. And the power of like nature and trees and doors as portals. I, it, it's just great, like magic storytelling building on like um tropes that like we already know but mm-hmm. making it their own for this show yes and then always like there's always some sort of rule or cost for magic mm-hmm. and we learn right away like only one person can go through this wardrobe and we're told that we're told <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like oh okay they're only going to be able to save one person. Yes, but and technically, Snow White with a baby in her is one. Yeah, what a statement, right? Pro-choice, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> that it's... baby's not a person until it's born, apparently. <laughs> the... <laughs> yes, in fairy tale rules, yes. <laughs> um, and, and so it's like, okay. oh, okay, okay, So cool. Snow's going to go. So Snow's going to go. She's going to raise Emma, mm-hmm. and Emma's going to break the curse. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and, you know... Like spoilers, you you see Pinocchio there, so keep yeah, your eyes out on Pinocchio. There's a lot of um, seeds <laughs> yes, that get that, that get are, like that are planted in, in mm-hmm. that scene. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so then we get we get to I love Pinocchio's story. That's what Regina's house. Yes. And Henry getting dropped off. Yes, and you and can tell like, he's not happy. He just runs right past his mom. Doesn't even say nothing. And what a look. 
Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> the, the the short gray dress yep. with the, the chopped off hair, the Karen hair, but in black. <laughs> so it's not Karen hair, yes. right? Because it's not blonde. Mm-hmm. The and um Lana Paria's scar over her lip is like something that she just has. Oh yeah. But it like works so much for the character. Yes. It's like there's a, it's like storytelling through just like something simple. It's like a little scar, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I love it. I love it. it. I love um, her whole look. Like and, her, you can tell she's tough, but she's got money and mm-hmm. you 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 just get her vibe already. And she is like what is going? Like why do you, who are you? Why do you have my child? Mm-hmm. What is going on here? Yes. And also, little detail: the sheriff was in her house when she opened the door. Like yes. the already. <laughs> uh huh. We'll we'll learn a little bit more about that later. Oh, right? The sheriff. Um, he did not have enough time. Yeah, Sir uh, Jamie Dornan. Uh, so of, mad. Of, <laughs> of Fifty Shades of Grey fame. The oh. Wait, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, but you didn't know that that was the same guy. I did not. That's why he left the show. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> I'm still mad about it, but that makes so much sense. I love the the shade of like right away. She hates Emma, right? She hates oh, Emma right away because she's like, so you're the mom. oh, you want him back? Yeah, and she's like, oh, can I get you? <laughs> A hard apple cider. Like she already is like, I want to kill this. Yeah, I want to poison you. (laughs) Yeah. So here's a little nod, and she's got apples everywhere too. Yes. Yeah, which I love it. The little nod, and and I don't know. They didn't mention it in this episode, um, but eventually she has her whole apple tree. Apples are just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Apples are. And then we see later, like the kid gives a pear to Snow. Yes, I loved that. I, I put that down. Doesn't get an apple, she gets yes. a bear. Yeah. So great. Uh, it, Which it, makes me think maybe she takes all the apples. Like, no one can buy apples. You ever think that? Well, she we keeps can get all into, the apples. <laughs> we can get into a little, like, in a later episode, talking about, like, apples in Storybrooke and whether or not they have magic. Like, we'll talk oh, about yeah. that in another episode. Yeah, you're right. Um, because that's like an interesting thing to kind of they yeah. don't ever fully explain it but it's like it is there to thing. unpack mm-hmm. um we so emma drops henry off yeah leaves a little she's a little like mm, that yeah, mom so, was rude henry well, went right past her doesn't say hi mom doesn't get a hug like my baby where have you been he's just like to my room well so we get a conversation right between regina and emma mm-hmm. before emma leaves yes and it's interesting you were talking about like you think that Emma sees that she's lying about mm-hmm. loving Henry. Yeah, this is. I think that comes I later, but she already sees. I don't think that's where the lie is that tips Emma off. I think the the lie is that when she's when she's asking about the book, and Regina is like, "Oh." I have no idea what you're talking about. She would know well, that she she's knows lying. that that's the lie, a lie yeah. too. But that isn't the lie that makes her stay, though. Oh, am I mixing up the order of things? Yes. She asks that question right now. She talks about the book. She's like, "What book? What are you talking about?" Blah yeah. blah blah. I have no idea what you're talking. I, you can tell Emma's like, "You know what I'm talking about." I can tell you know yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. But okay. Um, and she just has like this little twing of. Of like something's off. Something's wrong with this child. Yeah. But she still wrong leaves. With this story. She still yeah, she leaves. still leaves. She's like, you know what? Not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> so hear me out. Emma goes to leave. Yes. 
And Henry oh. and Henry gives her the thing that when people try to leave, bad things happen. And you go, yep. what could possibly happen? There's a wolf in the road. Yes. And Emma swerves, hits the sign. Hits, she doesn't get to leave. She doesn't pass the sign, so nope. she doesn't leave the town. And this idea of leaving being difficult mm-hmm. gets a little ridiculous later in the show. I yes. like, but yes, it's yeah. a it's a running thing. Yeah. I think Emma could have left. You think so? He- hear me out. <laughs> That's not just any wolf. That's red, isn't it? Ruby has. There's been no magic. That's true. Emma brought magic. That's and so, so true. And Ruby doesn't have her cloak. We learn that later, ah! right? Her cloak is missing. Ah! And so this is the first time since the curse that Ruby has turned into the wolf. Sorry, spoilers. Oh, my gosh. It's so, so spoilers. It's okay. I mean, yeah. you all know it's going to be a spoiler. So uh, the- you know what's interesting? When I first saw this show, though, I thought that the sheriff was the wolf because I didn't know he was who he was yet. And so I just thought... He was, like, the big bad wolf. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is, like, when we get his episode later. Yeah. There, like, he has a connection with wolves. He does. So yeah. I always assumed he was a big bad wolf. So when I first saw the show, I thought it was him turning well, into Because Red-Handed is, that's the name of the episode. I, I, I love that. I, <laughs> I, I love and hate that I know episode names like that. <laughs> it's okay. But Red-Handed is after that in yeah. season one. Yeah. But yeah. It's. So I always assumed it was him until later when you find out more and, and. I love your interpretation. That's so true. Yeah, because so now magic is there. Yeah, right? and so now it's the wolf. And, the, and, so, and it looks at her. It's not even, like, angry. It looks at her with, like, almost sad eyes. Well, I mean. They're confused. She, she, yeah, she would be confused. Yeah. 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 Completely confused. Yeah. So Sorry, I had to talk it's about that. It's so true, And then though. when the car crashes, we get the book flipping. Yes. We get a page with flying monkeys. I wrote that. We, yeah. I was like, you see Oz and you see Alice. Yeah, we get the caterpillar. Both of yeah. those come out, like, so big. Later. But it's yeah. so big. So my fiancé, James, always was like, I feel like this show, they just kind of kept throwing things in and they never planned things ahead of time. But that right there... Those two pages show me that they had some sort of idea of yeah. what they were going to do later. Yeah, the seeds were planted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the so mo- moving moving along. So we get um, the we cut to the castle. Mm-hmm. We cut to oh wait no Emma wakes up in jail right. Um, no, no, that's books. after this. That's after this. Yeah, that's after this. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, we get the um. We cut to the castle. Yes. And Where we... You start with Geppetto and Pinocchio, and they're carving, mm-hmm. and they're... Look, he taps at him. And yep. You can see they have a very loving... And this is Pinocchio not as wood. This is Pinocchio as human. That's very specific. Like, they specifically show Pinocchio... As a little boy. As a little boy, so not you know as a wooden boy. after the story. It's after yeah. the story, yes. Yeah. Um, and so, and Snow and Charming, and then you get to Snow and Charming, yes. And the... And this is when the baby starts coming, right? Well, they, they talk. They have a discussion. She's all like, I'm going to miss you. Like, how I can't leave without you. Um, she's like, uh, Rumpelstiltskin specifically says, did we miss all that? When they went to talk to Rumpel. We talked about that. But Okay. But he specifically says that on their child's 28th birthday, yep. that's when he will save everyone from the curse. So Rumpel tells them about the curse and in exchange for Emma's name. And they don't know that they're going to be frozen. 
in time, right? Yes. So, so they're like charming is like no, they kind of do. Ha- they, they do. They don't have the, all the information because Rumpel though, right? says she's gonna take time. She's gonna the, take time away from you. Yeah, and, and you're so gonna be stuck in your own prism of time. Charming is like I'm gonna be stuck without. He doesn't realize he's not gonna know there. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, but yeah. Snow White doesn't want to leave. She's like, it's 28 years. It's so long. And he's like, we're always going to find each other. Yep. And he's convincing her to leave for her safety. And he finally convinces her. And they do like this loving kiss of like, I'm going to miss you so much. And she pulls away and she looks upset and scared. And he's like, what's wrong? She's like, the baby's coming now. Yes, that's, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and that realization that if this baby comes. We're fucked. Sorry, the, I should have said that. We're screwed. Well, we're putting an e- explicit on this episode. The but yeah, if the baby comes, only one of us can go. Yeah, only and one. They Emma's the one that's going to break the curse. Yes, and I don't know if they fully realize it, but they know it's not good that the baby's coming right now. The baby yeah. wasn't supposed to come right now. Before the it curse. was supposed yeah. to wait for yeah. the freaking thing <laughs> for yep. the wardrobe. And then we cut to Grumpy, right? Yes, Grumpy in jail. The as Leroy, his name is Leroy. Yes, and he's whistling. Yes, he's whistling. He's whistle, whistle while you while work. You work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Emma wakes up. The yeah, I Emma wakes up. And in you're jail. very confused why she's in jail. I remember being super confused. I'm like, why is she not in the hospital? Yeah. Why is she in? Is she jail? got in a car crash? <laughs> yeah, she literally got in a car crash. Why is she in jail? Well, so and this is where. We kind of get more, a little bit more about Regina and Sheriff Graham's mm-hmm. relationship mm-hmm. a little bit. Because she and wakes up, asks the sheriff, like, what am I doing here? And he's like, it looks like Regina's drink was stronger than you thought. I was like, yeah. yeah. And so it seems Ooh. like Regina is setting her up to be, like, charged with a DUI. Yeah. Right? Like, the, that was like. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you could get, like. You can get in so much trouble. First, she steals the kid, in quotes, and now she's someone who's driving drunk. Like, Mm -hmm. that could be really bad for Emma. But also, it makes me wonder, was Regina's intention for her to get Get drunk and die? Like, right? Maybe. I don't know. But she wasn't, she didn't even drink that much. She didn't even drink the whole thing. she didn't. She took, like, a sip? I don't even remember. She's just being framed. Yeah, she's totally being framed. 100% being framed. And it... It's interesting, like, I think Leroy is more there to give us a little bit more information about the town. And yeah, because uh, he, oh, first thing, before he even talks to Emma, he's like, all right, Leroy, it's time for you to get out. Just don't do it again. Uh, and so Geppetto <laughs> And Geppetto was there, too. And Geppetto's in, a, in like, a Mechanics mechanic onesie. Clothing. Leroy's in a mechanic outfit. Yeah. They never really explain that but maybe i they guess got into a fight. we're supposed to believe that leroy and geppetto both work maybe geppetto bailed leroy at out the, that they work together at yeah. the mechanic shop I, yeah yeah and i love that they like remind you that this is geppetto and i this is like good for later too yeah. because Le, um somehow they mention that Emma is Henry's kid. And Leroy's like, oh, you're getting rid of him? Good. Like, he hates kids, blah, blah, blah. And Geppetto goes, I would always love a child. We've tried so hard. And it makes you think, where did Pinocchio go? Yep. He literally had Pinocchio there. And where did Pinocchio go? This is also where we kind of start to learn a little bit more that, like, none of them have their name. Mm -mm. They're all different. Because, like, we didn't... 
like Regina has her name. So like this is yeah. the first time we're learning like none of them have their name mm-hmm. and they don't remember who they are. Yes. And they have completely different like personality. Like mm-hmm. Grumpy is now Leroy, mm-hmm. who's the town drunk. Yeah. And Geppetto is now Marco, who is a mechanic. A mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is when it kind of the audience should start asking themselves now, anytime I meet someone in the town, who are they? Yeah, there's somebody. Which we're told right away, like, right, Leroy's grumpy and and, uh, Geppetto is Marco. I mean, you've seen grumpy quite numerous times, and you've seen Geppetto. But then the next natural question is, who's the sheriff? Right? Like, yeah! The, 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 right? Which is why I thought yeah. he was a big bad wolf. I'm like, that's a big bad wolf, I bet you. The, <laughs> I feel like people expect that. Yeah. Or. I didn't expect Because who he's he the was. sheriff, people are like, oh, is he the sheriff of Nottingham? Like from yeah. Robin, yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah, I, the, I, I thought yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll learn who he is later. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we get them in jail. Yeah. Um, and, and then Emma goes to Hen- Henry's well, school. Regina shows up first yelling at her, what did you do with my son? Which is really crazy because she got into a car accident. And then you had her sent to jail. What the frick was she supposed to do with her, your son? Yeah, when did she have time <laughs> to do anything with Yeah, Henry? but she comes in yelling, where is my child? Um, and so they're going to blame the whole missing Henry on her. But because she's really smart and the sheriff doesn't know how to use computers, she's like, I can help you find him. Yep. Like, it's my job. It's what I'm good at. And they're yeah, like, she's well, like, I... I literally get paid to find people. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, well, I guess we got to let you out. Like, you can tell Regina does not want her help, but she also doesn't know what else to do. And you also get the vibe that Sheriff Graham wants to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. From an, from an, like, this is our earliest kind of indication at that, that even though he's definitely under Regina's thumb. Yes. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to find yes. Henry, and mm-hmm. and so, if Emma's the way to do that, he's going to be like, "Yeah, I'll let her out, yes. and like she'll help." And us. this is when you find out that he was able to search up Emma, um, and who his birth mother is with a credit card, and the credit card belongs to someone named Mary Margaret, and it cuts to Snow White as a teacher. Yep. So now we learn. Okay, that's her name, Mary. Mary Margaret, Margaret is Snow's cursed name. Yes, and we get this like lovely, sad. Scene. It is very sad. Where Which is crazy because it's got talking kids. About but she's sad. The these birds and this bird and saying like if you love them and they love you, then then gotta let it go. They, they'll always come back and <laughs> find they'll you. They'll always come back and find and you. Yes. The, but the way that Jennifer Goodwin like acts it love her. You right away, before we've even been told, you know she doesn't have charming. Like, yes. they don't need to tell us. You because know it. through her acting, we know it. Yes. That she, like Regina said, mm-hmm. doesn't have a happy ending here. Yes, nobody does. Yes. Yeah. And what a look. The chopped oh. hair. Oh. I love it. And so her, like, the... good teacher-looking, her little sweater and her Peter Pan collar and her T-length skirt. And she's such a cute little teacher. Like, yeah. that is what you would think your favorite teacher looks like. Yeah, and so like cute. all the elementary school teacher vibes. Yeah, so like, elementary teacher vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to note like the books that Regina knocks over at the end of this scene. You can see them in the background, and I'm like, oh, those are there because someone's gonna knock them over. They're like halfway on the table. Like, I never uh, noticed. Yeah, you can see them like in the back. This is That's how many times funny. I've watched the show. I notice things like that. Yeah, it, it was just so funny. I was like, it's so, mm, it's so they're funny. ready. They're already there so that Regina can knock them over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get 
them coming in. Yeah. Right and, away, it's Snow's fault. What? Yeah. You gave a credit card to my kid, and, and then she opens it, and she's like, oh, it's missing. Um, I didn't give it to him. And Regina was ready to be like, yes, you did. Like, you're undermining me like you always do. But because... I feel like she might have given him the credit card. Like, uh, I... But but <laughs> Emma's got the secret power. Yep. And she immediately went, you didn't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, nope. Yeah. If no Emma idea. wasn't there to tell us, like, that we, she wasn't We would have think that. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know. You might have given him the card. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. because Emma was there and she's already established that she has a secret power, yeah. she is able to immediately be like, wow, you didn't know. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I didn't. And, and so, I, yeah, it's great, like, kind of just simple storytelling. Oh, yeah. Establishing, like, now Emma knows that there's tension between these two women, mm-hmm. even if she doesn't quite understand why. Yes. Uh, and it's crazy. Regina, like, gets pissed, leaves, and Snow or Mary Margaret is actually the key to finding where Henry is. Yep. And because of Regina's anger, she completely loses out on it. But because mm-hmm. Emma takes the time to talk to her, she's able to find Henry because Mary Margaret is the only person who knows that Henry has this um, castle that he goes to. Well, and then we get this, like, lovely conversation where, like, before she tells Emma about the castle, where um, Mary Margaret is talking to Emma without thinking about the fact that yes, Emma is gave the up mom. Henry <laughs> about the, like, oh, Cause she's he talking must about giving have her such a book. hard life, like, because, mm-hmm. like, he got given away as a kid and he must always wonder, He like, struggles with like, why the did greatest I get given question away? Yeah. for a kid, who, why would my mother give me up? And yep. then as soon as she says that, she looks at her and she's like, I'm so sorry. Should but not But the poetry that. of it is that, <laughs> She gave up Emma. Yeah. Like the, the, yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's such beautiful storytelling, right? Yes. The, it, but she doesn't even know. Yeah, the, the dramatic irony in yes. there, right? And you also yeah. find out Mary Margaret gives Henry the book, and that is why Regina gets upset and leaves. Because yep. Regina knows that book is the truth, and her son's known the truth, and her mortal enemy has given her that truth. Yeah. Has given him And I don't know if Regina quite understands what the book is, where it she came knows from, it's and fairy all that. Tales, though. But she knows that it's a clue toward the truth of the town. Yes. So she doesn't quite understand because I don't think Regina knows where it came from. I don't think she knows the, where it came yeah. from. I don't think she knows that it's such a big key, but mm-hmm. she knows that it's got fairy tales, which is too close to yeah. the real truth. <laughs> yeah. We learn a lot later on that um, Henry reads comic books like this is yeah. the thing we yeah, learn like does. later on yeah and i lo- i just i've always loved the head canon that i have in my head that like regina like as a mom was like well shit i can't give him a fairy tale book to <laughs> read a as a kid because he's gonna find out yeah so like what's the next best thing that my kid can read to like start learning to read and she's like i'll give him comic books i don't yeah. know that's well, just like I my little that head also canon. sets up that henry wants to be the hero because yeah. he loves comic books. He mm-hmm. loves superheroes. Then he gets these fairy tales where there are a bunch of heroes. And I think that also sets up to why Henry is so blunt. Because he wants to be the hero. He wants to save people. So he's going to do what he needs to do and tell you right away that this needs to be done. So, yeah. Yeah. 
and it, that dives more as we keep going. Well, this and that whole, fall, like, his, hero that fall that, that falls through line goes time. through the whole show mm-hmm. into the last season. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Of him being the hero, he just yeah. wants to be the hero. Um, <laughs> that this this scene is where in my notes I t- I had like so and Henry's not aging. The, yeah. Or, or, or so I said Henry's that the, earlier. Henry's but, yeah. the only one aging. I I mean yeah. Um. So yeah, then we we cut to before we cut. Can we just talk about the amazing casting of Emma and Snow slash Mary Margaret and how they literally look alike? Like oh, their yeah. faces are so similar. Yeah, like I can I would think they're the, sisters. Uh, Lana Perea, who plays Regina, mm-hmm. has like a very slender face mm-hmm. um, and very like pronounced features. Mm-hmm. But the Charmings all have well, not Charming. Charming has like a very strong but jawline, Snow and Emma. but specifically Snow, Emma, and Henry all have very round faces. Yes, and it's like okay, I believe that these are three generations of the same yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. The, it's just such good casting, and it gets mm-hmm. even better. Like when we when we see Snow as a child, ugh, the casting so good. and so, so important good. too <laughs> when. They're they're probably almost the same age, the characters, because yes! of the curse. Yes. And so, but you can still see There it. needs you to be something visual to mm-hmm. tell us, even though these women are roughly the same age. Mm-hmm. I think Jennifer Goodwin actually might be younger than Jennifer Morrison. Maybe. But the, even though the characters are roughly the same age, we buy that she's her mother. Yeah, totally yeah. buy it, a hundred percent. Um, and also dressing Mary Margaret. In an older way, right? She dresses yeah. like an older she does. person yeah. than Emma. Yeah. And so. She dresses very like new girl teacher look. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. visually, we buy her as her mother. Yes, right 100%. Away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she mentions Henry's castle, but then we cut to the Enchanted Forest. Yes. <laughs> and cut that castle. straight to that castle. Yep. And, and this is where Snow is upset that she's having this baby, but she doesn't want to be having the baby. Yep. Um, and then the baby arrives, and the moment the baby arrives, they, I think it finally dawns on them, only one can go in. Yep. And, and they're like, we're as screwed. As the baby arrives, so too does the curse. Yeah. The poetry of that, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That the solution for the curse, Arises the one that back. has to mm-hmm. break it, comes into the world as the curse comes yes. into the world. And, and we get the iconic moment of like, of Grumpy ringing the bell and screaming, It's here! Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Geppetto tells them that it's finally ready, like the moment the baby's coming, and you note Pinocchio's not with him. It's yep. just Geppetto by himself. Yeah. Where'd Pinocchio go? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's like, oh crap, the curse is here. Cut back to real life, right? Mm-hmm. And then we get um, Emma finds Henry in his little castle. Yep, in his, which is like run-down playground. It looks, like, looks like you have splitters everywhere. It looks like a run-down version of that playground that like everybody went to in the 90s. When we were kids? Do you, do you know yes! What yeah. It was it, like the Star something playground, Star Castle or something. Something like that. But it was yeah. a castle just completely made out of wood. Yep. You always got a splinter. <laughs> like That's what it looks like for sure. Yeah, and we get this like great conversation between Emma and Henry. Mm-hmm. Emma, for the first time in the whole episode, is actually emotionally vulnerable yes. with some with another human being. Yes, and this is where you can tell like whether she likes it or not, she feels akin to Henry. She feels connected. Spe- and I don't think it's because he's her son. Mm-mm. 
I think it's because she's realizing so much of what this kid has gone through is similar to what I went through. Yeah. Uh, For sure. They're connected. And and whether she likes it or not, she can't leave this kid. I don't think she's decided that at this point. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. I think she's realized that she does, like, want to, like, stay in the life a little bit, but I don't think she's decided to stay yet. So maybe at this point she's like, I'll come visit him every now and then? Okay. Yeah. I think she's definitely has a bond with him that she might want to discuss being in his life a little bit, but I don't think she's decided to stay yet. I think that comes a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see that. Yeah. And then we, so then we, we get this great conversation. She talks about like the, like they have, they almost have like an argument, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, well, life kind of sucks. She's like, like, (laughs) she's like, you don't really know what, sucking is like yeah. she you have a she, good mom yeah she basically tells life. him like you you were adopted but you've got all this privilege mm-hmm. i bounced around through the system we yeah. get a little hint of her backstory right that mm-hmm. she was adopted and then given back given up. back because yeah. they got their own kid yeah and then just kind of went through the system which we'll get more later mm-hmm. on all of that yes but i love that like we established that like her time as, like, a foster kid and in the system was not good. And you found out that she got left on the side of the road, which Henry was like, no, that's just where you came out of the wardrobe. It just yeah. left you on the side of the road. And she's mad. Like she, Yeah, she's, she's almost crying. Because she's like, how dare this kid, like, try to make my story mean something else. Yeah, like, she literally believes my that her kids just, her kids, her parents just dropped her on a highway side of the road. It's almost like she has been probably so mad at her mm-hmm. birth parents her whole life. Yes. She can't possibly fathom yeah. that they, that there would be a good reason to give her up. Yeah. She yeah. at least gave Henry to a loving mother a loving mom and someone who can provide and care for him. She just got ditched on the side well, of the road. And we'll learn later. Yeah. There was a reason she gave him up. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. The, yeah. We'll get in, to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's just such a great scene. Yes. And for a, a kid actor, um, Jared so Gilmore good. does such a, so good. like a great job with this scene. Mm-hmm. I totally buy that they're mother and son in yes, this scene. Me too. Um, yeah, it's just great. It's yeah. it's wonderful. I loved it. And and it's interesting because everything in the real world is all personal stakes, right? Yes. All the t- like it's just about moms and their kid, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. And the the stakes are all really will she stay or go? Like yeah. that's really the only tension here in this first episode for the real world storyline. Meanwhile, a freaking curse. <laughs> yeah, which like a is, whole kingdom. Yeah, everyone gets uprooted. Yeah, like, and uh, uh, and we just, don't know what's gonna happen to them. It's a great way of like establishing for the whole show this um, language mm-hmm. that the high stakes, the high fantasy stakes of the show are yes. just as important yes. as the personal stakes. A hundred percent. And uh, <laughs> we get the curse comes. Mm-hmm. And um, we get the charming goes and... Yeah, they decided they're just going to leave the baby. Like, yep. it's it's not what they want to do, but they're like, we have to give her 
a chance. Yep. And so Charming's like, all right, I got this. And so he picks the baby and his sword, goes running to the thing, uh, puts the baby in, has this whole crazy fight. I love the fight. It's a very well choreographed it's fight, so too. so well For choreographed. For TV, sometimes yes. it cannot be great. No, this is well yeah. choreographed, and then he gets he gets stabbed. Yep. Right away. We get those interesting, like, w- shots of, like, it's like a steady cam on him. Yes. Where the camera goes where, with him yes, while and he, he falls, falls And then yeah. you get a perspective from his eyes where he's fallen. He can see the wardrobe, and he sees the, the guard, like, go to the wardrobe, open it up, and she's not there. Yep. And, and you see that he's just like, yes, I've accomplished my mission. And then we get and then he snow the runs in. And and sees the aftermath. Crying. She's crying. No. <laughs> Are you gonna talk about the kiss? <laughs> oh, I, w- I wasn't gonna talk. Oh, about I that. thought you were. Uh, I love that moment. Okay, so talk about the kiss. Uh, where like she goes in, she's like, "Please don't leave me. Please come back to me." And she treats it as if he is under some spell and goes in for True Life's kiss. She wants to believe. She that wants to believe that their love is can that break the powerful. Curse. Yeah. yeah. And then it doesn't work the first time, and she does it again. And mm-hmm. it just it makes your heart break because so, you're like, this isn't a curse. <laughs> well, so headcanon, it would have worked if Emma wasn't born. Like, this is my headcanon, right? Yeah. Emma is literally the representation of their true love. I also as think they're, they're the product of their true love. Yes. I also think that kiss saved him from dying. Oh. Because he doesn't actually die. Hmm. And so the the kiss didn't wake him up. But, but it kept, it him, kept alive. him alive. Alive. Mm-hmm. I like that detail. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I I buy that. <laughs> uh, that that will go into my my library of head. Yes, because the after show. this scene, we get to that part. <laughs> well, okay. Th- but the thing I was gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Snow is your favorite character. I love yeah, Snow. I, I love Snow and Emma. Well, and so you know who my favorite character is. Regina. Yeah. And so Regina, the pettiness. We will yes. learn later on. That Regina has her own castle on the other side of the Enchanted Forest. Like, it's not close. No. (laughs) Regina went to the effort of creating this curse, casting it from her castle. Yes. And then getting in a carriage, riding all the way across the Enchanted Forest, (laughs) going to the castle... Having her guards go in partially because she wanted to stop she wants the baby. The, the yeah, get the baby. Yeah, but, well, she didn't know their plan, but she wanted she wanted the baby for whatever evil thing she yeah. wanted it for. But the pettiness <laughs> of the fact that she's like, oh no, I'm gonna find the room where Snow is. Yes, I'm gonna stand here. Yes, and watch the curse hit her. Yes, like. She could have been sitting on her balcony, sipping a glass of wine, enjoying like, ah, yes, I finally won. No, right? she wanted no. to go there. I, I, in my <laughs> mind, sometimes I think she wanted to take the baby because when the world changes, she would raise it as her own. Yeah. Um, but then there's other times I'm like, maybe she's like super evil. She was going to kill the baby. But I don't know if she was that evil. So I don't know. <laughs> I just think she's petty. Uh, yeah. And she's like, I just want to see your face. When the curse finally I definitely gets you. think she was gonna take the baby either for her own or something else. She wanted the family split up. Yeah. She didn't want any of them to be happy. Well, so she definitely wanted to have the child. And we'll learn later on, like, she's had two really big mentors mm-hmm. in magic. Yes. So she probably is very well aware of the power of a child of true love. Yes. Like and not not necessarily that Emma can break her curse. I don't think she knows that yet. But that mm-hmm. Emma, in and of herself, being the product of true love, yes. is a powerful being. Yes. And so she probably want to do something with her. Something. Yeah. Who knows what. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Okay. The... But you still get hope in that scene. Yes. You still get hope because she's like, where's the baby? And they're like, we, we tried the wardrobe. She's gone. And she uh, through all of her tears and all of her well, crying. Snow says there she... will always be hope. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She smiles and she just looks at her and says, you are going to lose. Yep. She, she just knows in her heart of hearts. Yes. That at the end of the day, good will always win. Yes. They will always find each other and good will always win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny. Because the actress's name is Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Goodwin. Goodwin. <laughs> I love it. She was meant to be this role. Um, and so we get... Um, We're what? almost to the final scene. We get cut back into the mayor's mansion. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I, I made a note, and I couldn't interpret my own note for oh. a second. <laughs> but we I get put, back to the mayor's mansion. I love their porch talks. I love whenever Regina and Emma have a oh, confrontation at the front door. Well, yeah. She goes inside, I think, for a bit. I the, think so. That was before this. Oh, I thought she goes inside. No, you're right. This is a porch talk. You're correct. Yeah. So Henry, she this brings Henry Regina back. This is basically being like, for, get out of my For a split <laughs> second. For a split second, Regina shows happiness yeah. towards Emma. And she's like, she smiles and she says, thank you for bringing him back. I do appreciate it. Like, for a split second, you're like. Because she oh. thinks she won. Yeah, probably. Um, and she's like, well, I guess you're going to leave now. Um, and then Emma, like, lets out, like, her wish. We finally find out what her birthday wish was mm-hmm. in this moment. She tells Regina that, you know, it was my birthday. Um, I actually had a candle for myself and a cupcake, and I made a wish, and I wish that I wasn't alone on my birthday. And then Henry showed up. And that's the moment that Regina realizes just how powerful Emma is, mm-hmm. right? That... She's like, oh, that, shit. That <laughs> happiness fades. Yeah. And she's just like, I hope you don't think you can come back to his life now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she gets, ooh. And that's when you see Emma's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you were just happy a second ago. Now, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, because, and... I mean, Emma's, of course, a very perceptive person mm-hmm. based on what she does, right? Yes, yes. And so, of course, she would notice. The complete change. The change, yeah. The drastic change. And this is when she gets angry. And this is when, uh, like, after she's like, I want you to get out. And all da 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 Emma's like, I only have one question. Do you love him? And that's when she's like, of course I do. And that's when I think Emma realizes I that... She first she has a we know she has the power that like superpower mm-hmm. and so she asks that question specifically for a reason and when okay. she when she answers of course I do Emma's like mm-hmm, you lying because Regina cares about Henry she cares I don't she, think she loves him yet she loves the idea of having a son yes I don't I think you're right she doesn't yet mm-hmm. love Hen- yes. Henry. Yes, yeah. and that's when Emma decides, I need to stay. Hmm. The fact that his mother doesn't love him is a problem, and yeah. I need to be here to protect him, hmm. or at least find out more into his life. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's when she thinks, and that I think that's the moment when she realized, I have to stay. I can't leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I One thing I noticed, too, um, and we'll, we could talk more about this eventually when we get to like season two Mm -hmm. the real world scenes have like a filter over them yeah uh, like kind of a gritty it it make it gives kind of like a grayish yeah uh, yeah like almost it's not uh, so bright sepia like cut like uh like as if things are like being taken on a polaroid like yeah yeah, right it's like Um, more dull the colors are duller and 
it's just interesting, like using color to represent magic because the mm-hmm. enchanted forest everything is like super saturated yeah in color. and it eventually yeah. when we get to it it'll change but <laughs> yeah um, not yet it hasn't changed yet <laughs> then we close out the episode mm-hmm. with um we have the it, it it's almost like a storm has kind of like come a little bit to the town right a um, little bit it's windy right mm-hmm. and we get um, Emma goes up to this building mm-hmm. and goes inside. Mm-hmm. We learn that this is Granny's bed and breakfast. Yes. We will never see this room or this f- you know, you see the part of the building. You at do. The lobby. We not the. L- I think you see the lobby a couple of times. Okay, but, but you do see the room <laughs> because I think I think other characters I, stay in there. We see the 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 rooms yeah. like where people stay. Yeah. I don't know if we see the lobby again. I think once or twice. But we more. never see the outside of that building ever no, again. No. <laughs> but I guess what we're supposed to think is that the diner is the front of the building yeah. and the and then there's hotel, hotels the connected is to the it. back side of the building yeah, maybe. I, think I don't so. know. But mm. so we get Emma goes to this Granny's B and B. We see Rumble. We well first she gets a she asks for a room. Oh, they're so excited because they never yeah, get guests. Yeah, of course, because <laughs> nothing changes in this town. Yeah, which is and why the bed and breakfast is connected to a restaurant, or else they wouldn't have any money. They wouldn't have any money. Yeah, <laughs> no and, one stays. And so she she says like, "How long will you be staying?" And she's like, "A week." Only a week, and we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we don't believe you, Emma." Mm-hmm. The and <laughs> we wouldn't have a show. Yeah. The and then. She gets a key. There's a swan on it, right? <laughs> it, like it was meant for her. Yes. And then we get in walks Rumple, Mr. Gold, mm-hmm. who we can see looks like Rumple, mm-hmm. and he says but doesn't at the same time. He 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 calls Emma Deary, and yes. so that's that's the key, the cue for us that we know that's Rumple. Yes. Uh, it's a and, different voice, yeah. a different look. And like, he looks well off. Yes. He he's presenting himself very confidently. Yes. We learn that look crazy. he own, he owns half the town he as owns Granny the says. Town. Yeah. yeah. And and we're like, "Oh, so he's okay. Got money. Rumple set himself up nice in this yes. curse. Like he was in jail before. Now he's doing and well." And he says her name. Yep, and he knows her name is Emma. Emma. <laughs> yep. And it's because he had her name. Mm-hmm. And so I I think the implication has always been that we're to believe, or she says her name to him, right? She says her name to Granny because they're like, what, what oh, should we yes, put it yes, under? Yes. And she says, um, Swan, Emma Swan. And then he comes and then up, he's like, Emma. Emma. <laughs> and so I think we're supposed to believe it was never made super explicit, but that as soon as he heard her name, he woke up. Rumple's always been awake. Has he Rumpel's always, been, always awake? been awake? Yes, he's that powerful. He's always been awake. Oh, okay. I think we could talk about it later because I do. We learn be- more. I do okay. believe it comes up. Okay. Because it, there's there's a scene in another episode where Regina is like trying to test if Rumple knows that he's Rumple. Yeah. Um, but I believe he's always known he's Rumple. Okay. He's okay. him and Regina have always known because they they're the most powerful people. Well, and so it's interesting, like, we right away are getting a new conflict, right? Mm-hmm. We're established, because we know he's a villain. Yes. And we already, right off the bat, now understand Regina and Rumpel have conflicting wants. Yes. 
And we also know that Rumple knows where he's from, or Mr. Gold knows where he's yeah. from because he remembers Emma. For whatever reason we're learning, Rumple wants the curse broken. Oh, yeah. And Regina, of course, doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. And so it's we have our two main antagonists yeah. so far. I think when I first set up watched with it. conflicting yes. wants. Yeah. I think when I first watched it, I didn't get that implication. Now I do. What I got is that, one, Rumpel's powerful. Yep. Because he was able to keep his memory through everything. I knew mm-hmm. that right away. And two... Rumpel always wants to be ahead of everyone, and he values knowledge. Yep. Which, which is why he wanted the name. Yeah. Because he wanted to know the moment she was there. Yep. That this was the person. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a recurring theme with him oh, as yeah. a character. Oh, yeah. He always likes to be one step ahead. Mm-hmm. He hates not knowing things. To his own detriment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's where my notes end. I did not get to take more notes after okay. that. We also missed um, Snow. She goes to the hospital and she's holding the hand. Oh, that's of someone. right at the end too. Yeah, yeah, it's like right at the end. She's holding the hand of someone at the hospital, and we see that it's charming. But she's not holding the hand in like a "I love you, I miss you" kind of way. It's kind of like a endearing, like you poor this thing. poor guy. Yeah. And she lets go, right? Like she lets go and walks on to someone else. Yeah, yeah. And so you so we know get the idea they that don't know each other, but now you know we're charming. Interacting. Yes. And we know where Charming is you now. You know where he is. But mm-hmm. we know that, like, they don't remember yes. each other. Yeah, yeah, you can tell that he's been in a hospital. He's probably been there for a long time. It looks like he's in a coma. Yep. That's just kind of what you get. <laughs> yep. And that they've seen each other, they've touched each other, but they don't know because she lets go and she walks away. Okay. So the let's go into uh, our favorite part and yes. least favorite part. You so, go first. You go first. Okay. I have so many favorite parts. My favorite part is Regina's entrance to the wedding. Yeah. Like, I, I think it is just... Oh, we didn't... Wait. What did we miss? <laughs> the clock. Oh, yeah, but, the clock! <laughs> yeah, we end the episode... Sorry, the clock... T- the so, clock yeah, finally starts Henry moving. looks out. I don't know, like, where his house is compared to the clock. Is it close? I don't know. But Henry's looking out a window. Yeah. I think it's school. Is Henry at school? Maybe he's at school. No, he's at home. He's in his bedroom window. This is a small town. So Henry looks out. He's looking at the clock. He's sad because he specifically says to Emma that I thought when you would get here... It, the magic would come back or the that everything would go back to normal or something like that. He's he's sad something hasn't happened, which yep. is what he thought would happen. Mm-hmm. And so he's looking at the clock. He's looking really sad. And all of a sudden the clock, it starts moving and he yep. smiles and he's like, So happened. now we know like time is moving. Yes. Things can change yes. because Emma decided to I always stay. thought that meant that people will age now. <laughs> I mean, I think so. Yeah. yeah I always thought yeah. that when the clock moved, that means, okay, so now kids are going to grow up. <laughs> They're going to go on. <laughs> That's what I always assumed ever since I first saw it. I was like, okay, does that mean people age? <laughs> like, yeah. And so, okay, started. now favorite part, least favorite yes, part. Okay, so my favorite part, Regina's entrance in the wedding. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's such a great way to establish her as a character. Yes. Uh, what was your favorite part? My favorite part is Emma chasing the guy, the bail guy, with her heels just by walking. They just oh, the bail bot or the the guy that she's like yeah, that she's trying take, to hunt. Yeah, that she's yeah. hunting him down. She just she's just he's straight on sprinting, and she's just like she's boop, just boop, walking. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I freaking love it. Oh, so both part. like <laughs> character introductions yeah. that say a lot about the character, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, least favorite part. That's hard. Um, that's really hard. <laughs> um, that's hard. 
Do you not have a least favorite part of this episode? I don't know if I do. Let me see. Did I write anything down? <laughs> About I think not liking for... something? Um, Snow White's hair in her wedding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be the only thing. Um, I'm trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah, I think the only thing would be I don't like Snow White's wedding hair. It just it looks like they want it to be like very Marie Antoinette, but then they stopped halfway. I don't know. <laughs> it just looks weird. I don't okay. like her wedding hair. I think for me least I don't know if I have a least favorite part. Because her hair didn't really bother no, me. No, it bothered that me so much. much. <laughs> I guess maybe the guard like telling i know you, oh you, yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah like, that seems to be something you didn't like snow and and charming about rumple but they already they know, already know. <laughs> and, like that's their castle Why is he stupid guard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we put him here duh yeah okay so that is, this is a long episode. Yeah, but it's okay. I hope you love Once Upon a Time. Our our first episode of Once Upon a Pop Culture. Yay! <laughs> uh, I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you'll come back week to week as we revisit Watch. this show that I love so much. It's I so love good. this show. So good. Um, and so thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you, Sammy, for agreeing to be my co-host for this little side quest. I love this so much. And uh, so I am Miller C. Lashbrook. You can find me online at uh, Mill C. Lashbrook on Twitter, Instagram at Miller C. Lashbrook. Where can people find you? Yeah, I am Sam- Samantha, a.k.a. Sammy Perez. And you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Once Upon a Sammy. That's <laughs> Sammy with two M's and an I-E. And uh, if you want more... Oh my more... god, my name fits so well. <laughs> oh, you, I had thought about that. I yeah. didn't even think about it till now! <laughs> uh, if you want more pop culture fake content, uh, follow us on your podcast listening uh, platform. Yes. And you can also go to popculturefay.com for blog posts and more content. Uh, we hope you all have a fantastic day. I hope so. I hope you're not annoyed with us. <laughs> and we hope to find you the next time you wander into the forest of pop culture fate.